What's up, you guys? What's going on, guys? Welcome to Espresso for Two. two. And we're back with another episode. We took a quick little break. Honestly, it really was not that big of a deal. We were just kind of going through a situation where we wanted to know where the podcast was going to be headed. So we really needed to know, you know, what we're going to do with this project. We really needed to see the outcomes and everything and, you know, just how it was going to impact in our lives and how we were going to impact in like other people's lives. So, yeah. Right. Um, and we're back because this is a project that no matter what, no matter how many breaks we take, we always want to come back to it because this is God's. This is a project that God told us to just do. You know, exactly. So we're not going to give up on this. We're not going to never stop. So definitely be expecting more episodes to come. Sorry, Nico's making me laugh here. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's all about. So let's just dive right into it um today is a topic that is really close to both of our hearts because i feel like we both experienced this um since we've been in relationships prior to getting married with people that did not work out or people that hurt us so this kind of sits really and hits really close to home i would say yes and i will say that it's not just in like uh, lovely relationships but I will say like it's in any type of relationship right. you know like friends family teachers any relationship that we as human beings have right like everything right um, so it's very very deep and personal yeah and this this topic goes very broad <laughs> this topic goes very broad and honestly it, you don't just have to be in a romantic relationship like Nico said it can be friendships, um, family member for, um, relationships, uh, the list goes on. So it's definitely not just romantic relationships, but in our situations, I feel like this has mostly affected us. Actually, not really. I would say even for us, we've had a lot of problems in just relationships in general, and I'm sure you have too. So it's not something that should be kind of hidden it should be normalized problems in relationships are normal to a certain extent and I fully am all for that I don't think that there's a certain key to um making a relationship successful um I think that it is someone that makes a relationship successful yeah you know like how the world tells you that you know you have to like oh if it's not working with that person if you guys are fighting too much blah 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 and yada 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 then like you know it's not gonna work out and you should just like leave her or him you know but in reality you're gonna have problems with everybody like any like as just as we just said you're gonna have problems and trouble with all of your relationships friends parents etc and that is because we are humans. That's the first thing to know. And what does that mean? That means that we're sinners. Right. And I actually, um, a couple months ago, I was honestly going crazy looking for a devotional. Um, it's really hard for me to find one that I like because I do like interactive. I do like information i do like when a devotional kind of encourage you encourages you to go into the bible as well 
So it was really hard for me to finally find one. And I finally did. By the way, the devotional is called New Morning Mercies by Paul David Tripp. And uh, yesterday's devotional, September 14th, was talking about relationships. Um, and I was just completely in awe because it, the quote that it started off with first and foremost was, the disappointments of relationships are many, but his grace is sufficient. In fact, it is made perfect in your weakness. We are going to face disappointments in relationships. Not one of us have been through a relationship, whether romantic or not, just a family member relationship. We've all faced disappointment somehow, some way. I've faced it. Nico has faced it. You've probably faced it. The Someone sitting next to you has probably faced it. It's normal. But it kind of leads us to wonder, and this is what um, my devotional was saying, why? Why do we have to strive so much to make a relationship work with someone we so-called love, with someone we so-called want to be with, with someone we so-called call family? Why is it kind of we strive for it? Um, and like Nico said, there's really only one answer to that is sin, because we just are naturally sinners. And what does sin mean in relationships? It means we're self-absorbed. It means we don't think about others. It means we don't think about the other person. All we want to do is satisfy us. Even in our marriage right now, there are moments where I catch myself being so selfish. And I'm like, yeah, because that's literally who we are. Is that okay? No, it's not okay. Obviously, we work, we should be working every day to become more like God. But the truth is, we'll never be like God. So it's really only one problem, and that problem is sin. Exactly. That's like the root of everything. So if you're in a situation right now where you're thinking, like, oh, I gave up on my mom, or oh, I gave up on that person that, that I was dating or courting, you know or ah, my brother is just too much and I can't handle him anymore. If you're thinking that, just, you know, step back a little bit, take a close look into the mirror and just remember that you are human and you sin as well. And probably that problem is not just one way. It, ha it is both ways. Because that's something that we realize in our marriage too, in our marriage, I'm sorry, and in our relationship, we realize that you know, to have a problem and to like fight, it takes two. It just doesn't take one person. So it's like when I was reading my devotional today, it was not like, it wasn't necessarily talking about relationships, but in the end, it was just talking about how Jesus, he's the one who holds every single thing in this existence together. He's the one who holds your relationship, your job, your life everything this world so going back to relationships uh, i see it as i'm like like we people we are magnets right and what happens when you put two magnets together they repel they can never be close you know what i mean and but it's funny because like magnets are made out of atoms and like atoms are like always together and Nobody knows why, like the science doesn't know why they hold together. But we know as believers why, and that's because Jesus is holding them together. So in relationships and going back to the magnets, 
Jesus is the one who is capable of holding these magnets or us as people together. You know what I mean? He's the one who's able to just erase that sin or like give us like the mercy and the love to pass that sin and just focus and being together and focusing and just being like him and loving like him and like forgiving like him, right? I agree. I agree because I feel like most of the times relationships 99% of the time it's about moving on and forgiving I feel like forgiveness is such a hard thing for many of us even for myself um, it's it's hard to forgive because when you've been hurt your natural instinct is okay this I'm gonna hold a grudge for the rest of my life that's that's just the natural instinct And it shouldn't be like that because when you look at yourself in the mirror, you need to understand that you are a sinner and God forgives us every single day. Go through, go walk through your day. You've probably sinned at least one to 10 times in just one day, if not more. And think about how after every sin, God forgives you for that. And I just think it's so interesting that we... I, myself, us included, we are so entitled, so entitled to be um, self-absorbent and selfish. And it's it's just, it shouldn't be like that. Um, sin and like my devotional, I'm going to be quoting it a lot. So get ready for the quotes. Um, it said, sin causes each of us to be selfish in the real sense of what this world means. It makes us more demanding than serving, more accusing than forgiving, more defensive than approachable, and more critical than understanding and patient. When you are self-absorbed, you become all of these things. You become hard to approach, hard to talk to. It's like you have kind of like, you're ready to fight. And we don't want to be like that. We want to strive to be more like Jesus because when we have that third person in our relationship, everything else in our behavior is going to reflect i have said we have said it before but when god is in our relationship there's so much things go differently in this relationship um and the hope for our relationship is not going to be found in some uh sappy conversations or some google solutions it's gonna be found if you put that third person that belongs there in your relationship every single day um something else that i really uh found enjoyable was it's only when god is in his rightful place in our hearts that people can be in their appropriate place in our lives when god is in the right place in our personal lives and our spiritual walk everything else falls into place i'm sure you've heard that before but all of the other things fall into place because naturally when god is in your life it, you, it just makes you want to be a better person it makes you want to change it makes you want to be more like him his grace starts to reflect on you the way he forgives us starts to reflect on you all of his qualities begin to reflect on you ultimately that's what we want So I think that's really important. Um, and I really encourage you guys to read James 4, 1 through 10. I think it's amazing because in verse 6, after 
um, the whole passage where they start off. What is the source of wars and flights among you? Don't they come from your passions that wage war within you? And so on and so forth. And verse 6 says, But he gives greater grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So keep that humble attitude. Keep a mirror in front of you, both physically and theoretically speaking. Because I find that when I look at myself in the mirror, it's not pretty. And yeah, the physical outward appearance is pretty. And you may be very confident about your look, but what's inside is really what matters. And you want to strive to be more like God. And that only happens when we put him in our relationship. Even like tonight, (laughs) I was... I was just like not in the mood and um, then I just realized that I don't know why I'm acting like this. I need to relax and I just apologized and that's called being humble. You need to really kind of think to yourself, is it okay the way I'm acting right now? No. So let me just apologize and come down to earth because it's not all about me. So let me just stop my ranting. That's good. As awesome as you can tell guys we're very passionate about this because you know we can we can't get tired of saying this like god jesus is the key for everything man if you want to know what's like 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 the the secret poison the secret recipe for everything in your life is god is jesus and as i was telling you as i mean as Bao was telling you i like when she was speaking i recognized like that uh seen or that human behavior and that is pride when you're prideful you are all about yourself you're all about it. oh but, but she heard me he heard me why would i forgive you i feel hurt blah, blah 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 crying like a little baby you know when you're prideful you don't look yourself in the mirror you look at yourself and you're like oh i haven't done anything i'm perfect you know like like what i haven't done anything they 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 offend me you know but <clears throat> when you start like accepting God in your life and like growing close to him you start realizing like oh I I shouldn't have done that or oh I, I shouldn't have said that that's because he makes us feel convicted right like that's why like even if you're walking like you're gonna sin you know like even if you're walking with God but you're gonna feel like that conviction you're gonna feel guilty you're gonna feel like like that desire of making things right, of asking for forgiveness to him and to the person that you hurt. So I believe that when we say that we bring like <laughs> sin into our relationships, I will say that it's more specifically uh, pride because, you know, we are very selfish. We're a selfish uh, beings. And, you know, when we walk with God, that selfishness just goes away. You know, little by little, and not just in a minute, like, but it's little by little because also you have to have a relationship with Jesus yourself, you and him, and you have to maintain that. You know, you cannot just expect to, you know, maintain like the rest of your relationships with him, like whether like your marriage or your family or your girlfriend or boyfriend, you cannot expect to maintain that if you are not maintaining your own relationship. If you don't have a relationship yourself with God, then that's where you have to start so you can see the success in everything else, right? Right. 
and I think that there's this quote that I saw going back on pride um, most relationships fail because the couple because couples fight with pride more than they work with love and I was like oh that's such facts because even listen um, we're very transparent I think that's one thing that we've always wanted to spread is the fact that we are not perfect because we're not and we fight and we argue and most of the times we can get very prideful um i'll be like no i'm right and then he'll be like no i'm right i'm right like what are you talking about (laughs) so it's just really like a back and forth but just to end this first uh point just remember that when god is in the right place and when you place him first in your life your relationships will thrive i know it sounds cliche but it's true the second point we wanted to make with why do relationships fail so much we believe it's because people our generation especially they're looking in the wrong places and i really do stand for that because i myself have experienced it with people that I've tried to be in relationships prior to getting married and being with Nico. Clearly, it didn't work. Clearly, obviously, I found someone, aka Nico, but that's because my heart was in a completely different place. Um, There's this saying, it's you attract the way you act. If you are partying and clubbing and all that stuff and you're expecting to find the love of your life there, let me tell you, it's probably not going to happen. So so let's just start there. Like if you're trying to find someone in the club, it's really probably 99% of the time not going to happen. I mean, if it does, okay, then let God work through that. But most of the time, it's not going to happen there. Let's just be honest. You want a long-lasting relationship. Uh, you want to get married. You want to have kids. You want to build a family. But where are you looking for? And second, are you even praying for your significant other? Are you asking God to, to send you the right person? Because I just know that you're probably not looking in the right places. And let me tell you, you attract the way you act. If you want someone worth your expectations, if you want someone that you see that you're like, oh, I want the perfect girl, blah, blah, blah. Look at yourself too. And if you're not acting the way that you should be acting, then don't expect that perfect girl or perfect guy in your mind that's probably not going to fall into place so exactly and also i believe that you should you know you guys should also consider whether it's the right time or not you know like because a a lot of people fall into that trap too you know they're like you know they just want to have a relationship they just want to you know feel love that they forget that they're being loved by their family by god himself so that's another thing too. They they rush, and they just you know they, they think that with the first person that they encounter that's gonna be it, and then you know like it doesn't work, and you know they ended up like sad, heartbroken. That's because they rush. So that's another thing too. Another point is just just you know pray for 
for confirmation whether it's the right time or not. And God will tell you. God will tell you right there. And I just wanted to mention something else. Like, if you're in a relationship right now, or in marriage, and if you guys are like, like, you know, having a very hard time fighting, and you're listening to this and you're thinking like, there's no way that God can work through that. There's no way that God can work through us. Like we, we have reached all the limits. Like we pass all the boundaries. Uh, let me tell you that you know, this is good news because God always choose that same people in the Bible. If you look at all the heroes in the Bible, you will realize that they have pretty nasty past, like pretty nasty stories. You know, like for example, Paul. I mean, Paul. <laughs> Before he used to be, you know, like a killer, and out of nowhere he became an apostle. Yeah, so. preacher, babe. God, God, <laughs> does, God doesn't. God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the call. They all qualifies. No. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's yeah. sad. It's it goes. God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. So he's gonna call you, and he's exactly. gonna qualify you. Yes. Bars. Exactly. So if you feel that your relationship doesn't qualify for this, you are in the perfect spot for God to work into it, for God to have His breakthrough. Exactly. And think about it this way: if we were all perfect and didn't need God's help, what the heck would be uh -huh. the point of needing a savior exactly. in the first place? So yeah. he uses broken people. Yes. He. Well, first of all, we're all broken. Period. If, <clears throat> if listen. If you ever walk into a church and they're like, we're perfect, we know the solution. Get out of there. Get out of there, please. Because they're lying. We are all broken. Because if we weren't broken, God would have nothing to do. Homeboy would be bored. And we, <laughs> I mean, he needs to do something. So. Exactly. So yeah, guys, you know, that's our message. That's the message that God plays in our hearts tonight. And we hope that we can reach you guys. We hope that you know this really uh works in your life that's the ultimate uh goal with this right thank you guys so so much um like i mentioned i really encourage you guys to read james 4 1 through 10. it's the passage that like my devotional gave me and it ties in really well um so please please read into read that if you want like a further like little study that's james 4 1 through 10. do not forget <laughs> any version of the bible you will find it <laughs> <laughs> so thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you guys next tuesday we love you guys and um definitely follow us on instagram for updates it's at espresso for two the number two podcast so follow us for updates and for everything We're gonna keep you guys updated. We love you guys. Thank you for your support. Thank you for everything. God bless you guys. Bye. Bye.